Well, 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 good evening. It's a Wednesday night. It's 9 p.m. We are here live. It's a Chasing Descent. How are you doing tonight, John? It's very fucking hot. It's not hot at all. I don't know why you're mourning. Well, I'm mourning. I've already had a change of a shirt, John. I've already had a change of shirt. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, um, it's like it's only, uh, it's 18, I think, here. It's a far more than that in this room, for sure. It is far more than 18 degrees. What, we, uh, we are taking a look at the weather today. 17 it is here now. I will tell you how much it is here, and uh, you're probably going to laugh, because it's probably it's, uh, it's 18 degrees. Militants nailed it. I didn't like to say militant, but yeah. What did he say? I, I've not got the live chat He says, ladyboy look. <laughs> well, what is wrong with the way that I look? Is it making you feel a very confusing thoughts? No, not at all. Not after seeing that. I wasn't that, talking I was... to you, John. I was not talking to you. <laughs> Anyway, those um, those uh, those weather forecasters in Mexico were um, were saying things like, "Do not believe all the hype." <laughs> you know, it's not that warm for Mexico. It's just pretty much regular. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and and I think BBC have been at it as well. They were showing something like forty nine degrees in Tunisia, and when I looked it up. Um, I couldn't get any higher than I think forty six, but the actual forecast only reached forty four. So that's five degrees out. That's a massive. Th yeah, it's hot, but it's a massive oh, yeah, difference. I mean, well, it's North Africa. It's going to be hot. It's just about on the I mean, equator, mate. You know, you don't get let's much. Face it, the way your lighting is, to the, you know, behind you on your mm -hmm. right. Um, the it way your lighting is, it looks like there's a flame on the wall. Yeah, it, it looks like you are a flame. Oh! Like, um, <laughs> the Cerberus has come to claim you, John. Cerberus attacks. <laughs> can you come see? Come to claim you. Can come you to see, claim your well, life. You can't quite see many Cerberus. Look, listen. Before we uh, before we talk about what's just gone on in my street in the last couple of hours, what is that? That's what my, is that? that? That's my. I don't know. My daughter gave it to me. I mean, when your teenage daughter gives you something that says that, you've got to think you must be doing something semi-right. Maybe. You know, I mean, she's a teenager. Teenager? Yeah, she's a teenager. Um, so, uh, what's the wine of the week, John? Uh, the wine of the week is a McGuigan from... Um, that would be from New Zealand. Is it New Zealand or Australia? It's definitely from down there anyway. So, yeah. No, it's not an Ewok. I think it... Yeah, a teddy bear looks like a raccoon. raccoon. It looks like a raccoon. It, it does look like a raccoon, but I think it's, it's wearing a a mask over its eyes. Uh, I, I have <laughs> sparkling bucks fizz from from I found it in the fridge, mm -hmm. um, <laughs> and uh, and so I thought this is really cold, so I'm going to just drink this from the bottle like you know an absolute commoner. Yeah, you are um, a commoner. Right. Oh yeah, too damn right. Don't forget to hit that like button, folks. Far more people watching than there are with likes. Um, and I want to quickly tell you uh, before the ads start running for you guys. Uh, well, actually, we'll give it give it a minute. We'll give it a minute. Give John, a minute. I'll talk about what's happened in the street after you introduce the show. Yes. I think we should, Ben. We should do that. So, um, yeah. good evening, everyone, and welcome to this episode two hundred and thirty-seven of Chasing Descent Live. With me, John, and with Ben, coming to you from our respective hot zones. Hold on. Cause I don't give a fuck what you say. Yeah, I'ma do shit my way. 
So you can go kick rocks I'ma stack bricks up Build what I want to make Yo, I got a lot of shit to say So I'ma do this every day I'll be writing things Until I'm fucking buried in my grave There we go. Well, well, beats and tapes. Actually, I have not had a street party. So we well, I'll just picture the scene. I'll set the scene for you, right? We're kicking back in the living room, me, the wife, the kids, right? And we live on a crossroads. We live right on the corner of a little crossroads. You know that, John, don't you? Mm -hmm. We're like the second house in. Um, and all of a sudden, from three of the directions, a bunch of cars pull up outside our house over our driveway, in the road, uh, eight cars in total, eight cars in total, and uh, I thought, they've watched the streams, haven't they? I'm done for it. I've been swatted. <laughs> right? And I, I, I was like, what the hell? But no, they rushed the neighbour, the next door neighbour, and then they dragged her out in cuffs. Cool. Does she That's look like you? No, and she's got previous for the old narcotics. Yeah, I know, I know. She's got a lot of previous for the old narcotic. Well, that's probably what's done it, huh? Oh, I would say so. I would, I, I would say so. Um, it was, it was, it was, it was over so quickly, though. It was, it was, it was like, it was like worse than, than my worst performance <laughs> she in the bedroom. Said that again. You know, that's what she said. <laughs> yeah, just in, in out. Bam, bam. Thank you, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe Spencer, maybe, maybe. <sighs> oh dear! Oh, that's right. Oh, she used dear, to watch dear. you from the upstairs window, didn't she? She did. Yeah. Mm. Really weird. I'm watching really you. Weird. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, who wouldn't? To be fair, who who wouldn't? That's you know. I don't know. I think you're getting podgy again. I mean, I can't talk, but I think you're getting podgy again. I went to see um, I went to see Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning today with my I know son. you did. And it was good. It was good. There were a couple of points in it that I like to pull Tom Cruise up on. One, you're a shit motorcyclist, Tom. Right? If the bike's yeah, moving, probably. feet should be on the pegs. That's how you mm -hmm. achieve perfect balance. You don't dangle one leg off, even going around corners. It doesn't help you. It's a bad, bad, bad habit to get into. And it causes you to get your ankle broken. So stop it. Secondly, <laughs> secondly, your face is looking a bit podgy, as if he's maybe using a bit of the old detox. Perhaps. I mean, remember he's got, isn't he like sixty now? So. He's the same age as me. <laughs> well, there you go. And he's probably almost. I don't use botox. I don't use botox. My head doesn't get physically bigger. Hey, hey. Cellini. Metaphorically, for sure. Cellini. We're both on screen. He has the advantage of a professional makeup team. Right? And loads of money. This is... Loads of all money. Oh, Mr. Jungle Griffin says, John is better looking, though. Thank you, Mr. Jungle Griffin. I'll take that. In lieu of 10 quid, that'll do nicely. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> Cheers. And, but, you know what? Perturbed me more than Tom Cruise's bad motorcycling. What was that? Um, that advert, the trailer for the for the Marvels. The, oh my god, this looks like the worst movie ever. It does. It looks awful. It looks terrible. I just I couldn't. In fact, 
while we're on the subject of movies, do you want me to? I, I came across um, came across the the uh, newsletter from No Agenda today. So John C. Okay. De, John C. Devorger writes a newsletter for it, and it came out, and he's gone on about if you read the review of Barbie, right? This is a lame brain possible career killer that could go down in history as an ill-advised turd of a film. Whatever the case, Mattel actually thinks it's going to be so big that it plans endless sequels with co-production deals. Then there is Oppenheimer, right? Whose story of anguish has been told over and over and over to anyone over 40 who'd listen. Not good enough. So let's take a top Hollywood team and dramatise it to really beat up the public about the fact that, at the core, we are all a-holes. What other point can possibly be made? (laughs) So there you go. (laughs) Well, if they're doing film reviews, then maybe we should start sort of merging our stuff into here. It's just well, yeah, but we kind of well, well, maybe we should. After the demise of snarky cinema, maybe we should. Yeah, I mean, let's face it, right? When it comes to movies, um, we like talking about them. Sometimes these people mm-hmm. like listening to us talking about them, and if we put them on this channel, we might actually make a few pennies. Yeah, well, well, why not? Yeah, let's bring them back. We'll bring them back. We'll just do them with bring specials. Them back. Yeah, bring them, bring, bring them back, John. Bring them back. I'm bring gonna back. bring them back. We'll bring them back. Bye, bring bring everyone back. Bring it all bring back. back. We talk, talk about the movies on here, so you don't have to watch them if you don't want to. But we'll stick them on here. Yeah. Why not? Yeah, because yeah, they might make a few pennies for people actually clicking on them. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. We've got to try in and we can to try and boost the ratings. Mm. And speaking of boosting the ratings, you did an admirable job last night. Boosting the ratings. Well, thank you very much, John. Well um, boosted. I, 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 I'm hoping that everybody in the chat tonight came along last night. And if you didn't, you certainly watch it back. Um, it, was, it was an interesting deep dive conversation. It was looking into... Uh, Martin Branning or Dan Wooten, Dan Wooten, and GB News, and uh, with Nick uh, Cotton from Scum Media slash Jack slash whatever he wants to call himself these days. It was it was good fun. I enjoyed it. Um, and those two hours just flew by. Una Smith says last night's chat was great. Well, thank you That's very much. That's a new name, Una. It is. Hello. I, Hello. But I really enjoyed it, and I hope you guys enjoyed it as much as as I enjoyed. Shalini, I have a confession to make. So did he. So did I. (laughs) I was moderating the chat. Fell asleep asleep. about half ten. (laughs) Glad he fell asleep. Uh, 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 Who's Sean? Oh, uh, UNN, Sean Finch. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. He said he was going to talk about it, didn't he? And uh, Una Smith says, hi, I found you via Sonia Poulton. Oh, good, good. Yeah, good. Uh, well, we're, we're glad to have you with us, and we hope you are a subscriber, and we hope you stick with us. You know, we enjoy it. You know, we, we do a whole bunch of stuff now. It's not just the, the free shows a week. You, I do these interviews. I'm doing them more frequently. John and Ed go down the rabbit hole, and we're going to add some movies as well. And there's but, always the odd Hemza, fresh one out today. Fresh one out today. Anyway, speaking of the news and the purpose of this Wednesday night show, John, kick us off. Oh, the news, the news, the news. Have you heard of Product 53? 
I have not. Product 53. Tell me all about it. Product 53 is apparently a new weapon. It's a Russian weapon. So apparently it's a kamikaze drone thing. Right. Right. But it's split soap, sorry people. It has like fold up wings and it launches into the air from almost like a rocket launcher. So it launches it and its wings pop out into this X it's like an X Wing fighter. Right. So its wings pop right. out and then um its propeller unfolds and it scuttles off to loiter, you know, as they do, right? But yeah. this one this one's got a special special trick up its sleeve. Because it doesn't go alone. It's got AI swarm software. Oh, Jesus So Christ. they all talk to each other. And then once they've picked on their targets, they swarm them. It sounds quite frightening. Sounds terrifying. It's a bit like... utterly terrifying. Did you see that Terminator tank thing the other day? That's yes. horrendous looking, right? So imagine that throwing 30 millimeter shells at you and then these swarm of drones coming in and going boom, 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 boom. You're like, whoa, what's going on? Warfare is certainly changing. Oh, it's, it? um, Warfare. it's different, mate. It's different. It, it is certainly changing. Uh, with, with, with the advent of what isn't AI, AI. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Oh, the, yeah, oh it, see, right. Mission Impossible was all about AI. It was, wasn't it? I know it is. So yeah. it kind of jumped the shark the a little first, bit. It was only the, the first part as well, one isn't of it? Two, yeah. But it's like it, I was actually strangely enough, I was actually listening to a guy last night um, all about AI, which was quite interesting. Don Hoffman, right, professor emeritus at one of the posh. US yep. colleges or universities as they are. Um, so he was um, he was going on about it, and he said he was he's in the same mind as me. He says we don't need to worry about AI. It's um, it's exactly what you think it, think it isn't. It's an algorithm and it's a smart statistical analysis. And yeah, okay, it'll get some things right, but it's not sentient, and it never will be because at this moment in time, there is no theory as to how. Anything artificial or anything created can get sentient. Well, yeah. How does it gain self-awareness? Exactly. There's no. There's there is no theory, and there's nothing been done. There's no method of this occurring, right? How but that also applies to us. <laughs> I was about to say. Let me. Let me. Let me tell you that, that there's no way to know how we gain sentience. How are we self-aware? How are we able to make our own decisions, calculations, thoughts? Exactly. And if we don't even know how we can can be us, then we can't say that a computer can't become self-aware. I quite liked this guy. And and yes, I quite liked him in that he's quite dry. um, and and, And he's looking at it more from a philosophical approach than a purely physical, although he is heavy into the maths. But... But I quite liked him because his thought process is quite like my own, and that mm-hmm. he he's off this, um, you know, this we we receive the consciousness rather than generate yeah. it. Okay, you know, we're like a TV or a radio, so we're picking yeah, then up. That that means, then that means right. Let me let me just let me just try and expand on that a little bit. Yeah. That means the actual us. The, the you know the the consciousness that controls the body yeah. is actually somewhere else. Yes, yes, absolutely. But he goes further. 
He doesn't think it's just somewhere else. He thinks it's one thing. And what that one thing has done is it's split itself into many, many different items to have as many different experiences as possible. So when you, this unit is finished, you just return to the central consciousness. I mean, that's a bit... That is a bit far-fetched, so, John. Well, is a bit that, far-fetched. This is, well, now, no, they, now we're back down to this is like um, Buddhism and reincarnation. No, this is Guardians of the Galaxy, John. No, that's the second one where, where Kurt Russell's oh, the planet on. and then he right, turns himself on. into loads of little versions. Don't turn it... No, no, it's not like that. Don't turn it into a movie. This is like a religion. This is a bit like Buddhism. Okay. And reincarnation, is it not? That's how that works. Perhaps. So it was quite interesting. Uh, I quite like. Okay, it. well, I don't want to buy that. Put it that way. I quite. I, it was an interesting conversation to listen to as one drifted off to sleep. I'm not saying it wasn't. I'm just saying that that, that idea is not something I ever want to think about in the abstract as being a possibility because the thought would fucking terrify me. Why? But no, it shouldn't. It shouldn't terrify you because then, once your unit has expired and your consciousness has returned to the whole. You, you you won't you have those you'll still have the memories but you'll have the memories of everything else as well so you will be reunited with your lost ones because you'll have all the memories or you'll just be a black hole of nothingness <laughs> well that doesn't matter if you're a black hole of nothing it's not going to matter because then you've nothing to worry about because you're not going to experience anything I mean, Harold has just told us he does not want his unit to expire because he's quite fond of it. It's good at one day, mate. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, that is the only one absolute in this life is that we will that return to the host. <laughs> <laughs> we will, we will, uh, we will expire. We will, we, right. we will shuffle off this mortal coil. We will leave this plane. Yeah, of okay, okay. Let's stop the Monty Python part. Right, so, well, uh, in fact, that's quite interesting because um, Zelensky seems to be desperate to send as many units as he can back to the mothership. He does. I mean, really, the guy guy is... I I mean, I I said, look, look, just shut up. Just shut up and go to the negotiating table because all you're doing is killing more people. Uh It's enough. Enough's enough, you know. You're not going to achieve anything. And the thing is, see, when you looked at Zelensky, did you see that video today? And I've downloaded it, right? So it might be... I don't know if it'll go in a pre-roll or not, but did you see the video of Zelensky prior to him getting elected? No. When he said, well, look, Crimea and East Ukraine all speak Russian. They don't want to speak Ukrainian. I personally am a native Russian speaker. I'm, a Jew- I'm of Jewish descent. Why don't we just leave them alone? And that's the ticket he got elected on. Why so didn't he happened? follow through? So what happened? <laughs> what Uncle Joe happened. Victoria Newland, Uncle Joe Biden, Hunter, and Alex, Alex and Boris DeFeffel Johnson. Yeah, what's his name? Uh, Joe Joe Sullivan. Yeah, that that's what happened, mate. <laughs> they all happened. The good old Team America, they installed some freedom for you. And how's that going? Well, you know what? How is that going? Because you know what he's just done today is he's incarcerated a Ukrainian Orthodox cleric, i.e. like a bishop. 
So he has been jailed because some of his comments during the sermons were a bit too pro-Russian. Oh, get tough. No, this is the country that's fighting for our democracy. That's what they tell us. And that's what they've just done. They've just locked up a cleric because his comments were not following the narrative. And we are next. Because we don't follow the narrative, so we'll be we'll be targeted. We'll be getting listened to by GCHQ. It's probably one of our numbers, hopefully more. <laughs> I hope they get adverts as well, <laughs> or if not, if they rob premium, we're getting money off them straight away anyway because we get a share of that. So yeah, we do. Yeah, I mean it's teeny, 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 but it's Less nice to know money. that the government's giving back. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> But um, at, at the end of the day, it's absolutely screwed over there. And and I want to I want to expand a bit on what what they mean by a bit too pro-Russian. Because put it this way, when it comes to the Russian citizenry, you know, the everyman that's trying to just make a nine to five, keep a roof over their family's heads, feed the wife, feed the kids, whatever. Mm. I'm very pro them. Same with the Ukrainians. I'm very pro them. I'm very pro the everyman. Does that make me too pro-Russian? Because well, I'm... Uh, in... Straight away, straight away you are the bad guy, right? Because you've not picked a side. So if you haven't Why picked a I? side, right, you've got to be the bad guy. Yeah, but what what do you, what do you mean by pick a side? Because I don't true. think the sides are... Uh, I, I think the, the idea of sides is far too nuanced. Exactly. You know? That's what I'm saying. You're a bad guy. You're dangerous. The Russian, go the Russian government can go fuck themselves. You're dangerous. It doesn't matter. You're dangerous because you've not picked a side. You're a dangerous, dangerous man because you're thinking for yourself and you may cause other people to think for themselves, right? Uh, the giant parasite's thinking for me and then I'm having yeah. this experience. Okay. Well, but well, you, you never know. You might have a certain amount of autonomy, right? But anyway... You know, like a like a, a little shuttlecraft away from the mothership. You know, you can do your own thing, and then when you go back, you download your memory. But anyway, <laughs> so you may cause other units to think for themselves, and that might mean that those units then think, "Oh, hold on, we don't need these." And the next thing we know, we have a a, a, a revolution, and that's not acceptable. You can't do I that. can't help being an anarchist. You're a dangerous, I, I dangerous man. Help, cannot help being of the anarchist persuasion. I've, I've got no choice. And you know what? Anybody that's got the ability <laughs> to think for themselves, listen to me, goddammit, you've got no choice either. Thank <sighs> oh, you for yourself. That's because of, subversive, says Tony. And and you, you're correct, that is. And <laughs> Andrew, Andrew comes out with a cracker. And I know we, we, we're not supposed to be going to the chat, but that is a cracker. I hope I get renditioned. I'm not with a broader ages. <laughs> I like your thinking. <laughs> speaking of, speaking of, uh, speaking of troops, right? Speaking of troops, troops who have done something, well, uh, soldiers who uh -huh. have done something extremely um, strange. Go on. Um... I sent this. I sent this news story to you earlier. Let's talk about Travis King, shall we? Oh, the, the well, right. Okay, you know the backstory. Well, I've got the story here. I've got right, the mail okay. online. So story you know the backstory. You know that he 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 was in he was incarcerated in for kicking a police car or something. Yeah. Right. So he's a yeah. U.S. soldier serving in South Korea. 
Age 23. Kicked a police car. Ends up in jail. Gets let out. Instead of flying back home to Texas, which his family thought he was going to do, went on a tour. A tour. Yeah, went of, on a tour. Went on a tour of the border town, didn't he? Pyongyang or whatever yeah. it's called. And then what did he do, Ben? What did he do? <laughs> All right, so, well, uh, it, uh, I need to give you a did little bit, bit, bit more style. backstory first before right, I know okay. what he did. He was released from prison, like you say. So mm-hmm. Travis, uh, sorry, um, Travis King? Yeah, Travis King, 23 years old, US serviceman. Um, he's been incarcerated in South Korea, like you say, for 10 months for kicking a police car. Mm-hmm. When he's released, he's taken from the prison to customs at the airport. That's oh, where right. they took him. Uh-huh. So they took him to customs and they left him there. Thinking and they he would get on the plane. Well, everybody thought he would get on the bloody plane. They took him to the plane. <laughs> right? And he thought, Somehow, no. and they don't know how. No, I'm they not, do I'm not know how. I'm not getting on this he's plane. Ended up, <laughs> he's ended up on a tour. He's got a little tour. You know, like a tourist tour. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So he got, gets on the bus, gets on the bus, goes to Pyongyang, or whatever it's called, and then when he's in Pyongyang, what does he do, Ben? And he does it Gangnam style, apparently, because he shouts, ha, ha, ha. No, Pyongyang is the capital. Of right, okay, whatever. He, he's running, he's, he, and he's running, he's running where, Ben? Across the border into North Korea! Shouting, ha, And now he's gone missing. Well, he's in North Korea. So the North Koreans have grabbed him. And they will be literally pumping him for information as we speak. Yeah, but the things they've got to pump him are pretty... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. You know know what they say? You know what what they say, right? What? What is it? Yeah, Chinese are... Well, right, Chinese are generally smaller than the Western man, okay? Well, yeah. And the Japanese are even smaller, mm-hmm. right? Having lived in Hong Kong, I can testify to the first part. Yeah, okay. Right, okay. I don't, I don't want to ask how, but okay. Oh, swimming bath showers, you know, yeah, like okay. a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so no. it was the 70s, yeah. <laughs> Season of love and all of that, summer of love. And... <laughs> no, but, and, and this is going to sound horrible, right? But one day, was it one day? Yeah, one or two days a week, the Chinese civilian workers hmm. at the... Navy base were allowed to were allowed to bring their families into the pool for a couple of hours. Mm-hmm. All, any other times it was just just for the Navy personnel and their families. Right. <laughs> so they were only allowed the the the, surf, the servants were only allowed <laughs> a certain amount of time in the pool. <laughs> I'm, I'm saying nothing. I'm saying absolutely nothing. That's, that's, it was the seventies. That's what it was like. I bet, you know what? Everybody, everybody got on great, 
I had yeah. I had a brilliant pit crew because I mean I used to cart and my pit crew were all Chinese and they were absolutely brilliant and I didn't treat them badly I didn't think and they certainly didn't treat me badly. Gee, thanks. <laughs> well, no, the Chinese the Chinese actually although they're they're quite racist it's generally against black people to be fair yeah no no and to be fair that that is that is true you know generally speaking that's true that is true um you know once again we can, we can look at the little mermaid poster from may 2023 where they were like oh no best not show the chinese people that ariel is a, a black star woman. Wars one make a blue star wars one is the best though isn't what when they just shrunk John Boyega <laughs> down? He's like, have you noticed at the back? Have you noticed in the new and and the latest thumbnails for YouTube? I've always got a teeny tiny Zelensky in there because mm. that's going to be replaced with the new dwarf. <laughs> Pardon me. Been a bit sour now. It shouldn't be. So anyway, yeah, so that's, um, so he's gone missing and we've no idea what's going on. Obviously the Yanks will be cracking up yeah, because they'll good. be thinking, who'll be telling them everything that he knows? And let's face it, he'll know nothing. So, no, of course he'll know nothing. He's a 23-year-old newly enlisted serviceman, right? I know. He's, he's, he, he knows do you, think, do you think he's gone on a bit of a power trip and he's thinking, I'm going to get Kim Jong-un myself? No, no, I, I think he's, um, I think he's just gone a bit nuts. You know, he's well, probably, I, I, right, he's probably never been out of the States. In fact, I'll guarantee he's never been out of the States until he joined the army, okay? He said a yeah. bit of a cultural shock by being posted to Korea. <laughs> Let's face it, <laughs> Korea, Korea's a cultural shock. I mean, Japan, be, yeah. Japan's just, I mean, Japan is like stepping into Blade Runner. It really is. You've, you've no yeah. idea how anything works. You know, you go to a vending machine oh and you maybe want a chocolate bar and you get a pair of used pants. And that's true as well. That's true. I've seen so many videos of that shit. Yeah. Just like, what is going on in a country? You know, now, what is going on in this stream where we've got double the viewers that we do the likes? What is any, going on? Anyway, so yeah. Japan's just Japan's just an epic. It's just like step. I mean, you want to experience Blade Runner in real life? Just go to Japan. Just go to Japan. I, I, go to Tokyo. I'm desperate to go to Japan. Desperate. I really and, want to and go there. Don't really blame me when you starve to death because you can't eat anything because you look at it and go, "Well, that looks like someone just snotted that up in the pavement, and that looks like something something that someone just snotted up in the pavement, and that looks like something that someone just snotted up in the what, pavement." Do you know what? Do you know what these days the traditional Christmas day meal is in Japan? There's no word to a lie. This is true. What? Right? KFC. They go to KFC traditionally on Christmas that Day now. Disgusts me. Because that is the end of culture. Well, actually, the KFC they buy is like a weird vacuum-sealed one that's like got gravy and chicken and... Yeah, okay. And they go home and they but heat it's it up. still wrong. It's still mm. wrong. This is not right. This is the end of a culture. I, I, I can't... I mean, don't, don't get me wrong. Japan's a really weird country and they do some horrible things. You've seen that, the cove thing, you know, where they do all the dolphins in, right? And it's not nice. And the whaling. They, they turn up there, fuck your whales, fuck your whales! It's a hard watch. 
that if you watch the cove, it is a hard watch, um, but it's mm-hmm. interesting. Um, but you know, you got to feel you got to feel for those dolphins, right? Um, I mean, I've swam with dolphins, and they are they are def- there's definitely an intelligence in there. They're not like they're not like a cow, you know. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Apart from the fact they swim, they're all <laughs> they're all green. They've got fins and no legs, but <laughs> they're not like a cow. There's, you can see them when they look at you, and you look at them. You know, you know, you're on a kind of level playing field. You know. Yeah. And I, I, I just think it's a bit harsh. That kind of noise, you know they're talking to you as well. They're probably calling well, you. Well, yeah, they're probably calling what you want. But, I, but actually, the dolphin that I swam with took a liking to me. Did it? <laughs> it was a female as well. And, and the trainer's going, she really likes you. So gently. She really likes you. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> she weighs about 300 pounds and she's very powerful. <laughs> How can I say no? <laughs> oh, Christ. Oh, Christ. <laughs> Anyway, I just want to send a personal message from myself, from Ben at Chasing Descent, to Travis King. Wherever you are, I hope your asshole doesn't hurt too much. <laughs> oh, he's not been probed. <laughs> right, okay, shall we move on? Um, oh, oh you, you know what I was listening I was. I don't know what I was listening to. I was listening to all sorts of crap after I woke right. up last night. And uh, yeah, yeah, because you'd finished, so I didn't have that crap to listen to. So I had to listen to something else. So didn't answer the phone, now did you? <laughs> no, I, my phone goes on doing at the start at ten o'clock. So if you're gonna, you, you've got to message me. I tell you, I did message you. Why? <laughs> right, okay. Oh, my phone was on charge last night because it ran really low. But anyway, Look, right. I'm just chalking <laughs> down to the fact that he's all the way Scottish, right? We, that's what we do. So anyway, I um, I was listening to something. It was um, the state of the ammo supplies in America, which what I thought- ammo supplies. <laughs> That's exactly it, Ben. You nailed it, mate. You nailed it. Because 155mm artillery shells, time to restock to where they were before they started supplying them to Ukraine at current replenishment rates. Over a year. Four years. Four years. Right? Remember? Yeah. Remember, America produces, was producing these things about 85,000 shells a year. They used 60,000 during the entire Gulf War. Russia filed 80,000 a day. A day. Like I said, warfare has changed, hasn't warfare it? Warfare has completely changed. Um, and, uh, Javelin and, and Stinger do... missiles, right? Mm-hmm. 18 years to replenish them. So... You know, somebody said you need to take a javelin to destroy that Terminator tank. I don't think there's any javelins left by the sound of things. It's just, I mean, and, and they'll talk, I mean, the the Senate, or whatever, the, the Defence Committee are talking about putting the USA in a war footing to try and up the 
the, the thing, but that takes years. That takes two or three years to spool up. Of course it does. Of course it does. And, and what I have to say is this. Um, I'm seeing reports, and while we're still on this topic, mm -hmm. I'm seeing reports that there's something like 26,000 Ukrainians about to be sent up for another round of counteroffensive. Oh, yeah, that's what I was talking about. That, that was Zelensky yeah. putting forward... Yeah. Because he's got a bunch back. He's got a bunch back from the UK and other foreign countries, and they're going to die. They've been in the UK and getting trained for like six weeks, and, and and Russia, Russia, you know how? Remember when Russia mobilized? Mm -hmm. Remember after they get pushed back out of Ukraine round Kiev and all that? Remember they mobilized, yeah. and people are going, "Oh, Russia's beaten. They've not got an army." You know, Ukrainians have just <laughs> easily pushed them back out. And that's fine, you know. But Russia mobilized, and it, and it had it pulled up two or three hundred thousand conscripts straight away. Yeah, they've yeah, been training think. for the last eight or nine months because mm. Russia's not been advancing anywhere. They've just been basically inching forward or holding pace and just letting the Ukrainians come at them and grind them and that's basically yeah, what's happening and it's, it's shocking and the it thing is, is everybody can see what's going on and yet nobody will stop it why will nobody stop it I mean, I don't want to see a single further dead Ukrainian. I, don't, I didn't want to see a dead Ukrainian to begin with, but we're seeing them every single day. Ukrainians are dying. And Russians are dying as well, mm. right? And that's not, that's uh, not good either. And, you know, and people will say, I don't want to see anyone die. This is exactly like, um, it, well, it's not exactly like, but it's very similar to what's going on in what went on in Ireland. You think about it, you get north and south. Right, North's occupied by the British. Right, South is a free state. Mm -hmm. Okay, and you get you get an element in the North that want to remain British, yeah, because they consider themselves British, right? And then and there's also an element who who live there who consider themselves Irish and want to be Irish. The same thing happens in Scotland, except we are too wussy to actually go to fight over it after William Wallace got decapitated and hung, drawn and quartered. But, yeah, so so the same thing happens in Ireland and what happens then is you know, you've got this conflict that on, that's ongoing and the only way to, con to resolve that conflict, other than one side take over the entire country is by negotiation. Absolutely. And and they, they eventually negotiated a settlement in Ireland. It's still a work in progress. Yeah, but there could have been a negotiation on this well over a year ago. Yes, there could have. It was about to be a negotiation, and Alexander turned up. Yeah, because at the behest of the US, they wanted to harm Russia, and they've done the exact opposite. In many, many respects, they've done the opposite. They've made I it more cohesive. They've made, they've made it leaner. And probably more efficient, and they've in, they've strengthened its bonds with the other BRICS countries. So this is the news of the day, and it's what well, it's the news of every day at the moment. And you know what? I'm so damn sick of it. I'm so sad, I'm so sick of hearing about people, you know, pointlessly fighting in these wars and pointlessly mm. dying and pointlessly going yeah. and fighting one another for the dick measuring contest of their leaders. It's doing my head in. Mm -hmm. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Says, as an Irish woman, all I can say is I hope it doesn't last thirty years. But sadly, there's mm -hmm. already a lot more deaths. Yeah, there is. Yeah. Yeah. And the thing is, 
Ireland's not finished. That's a problem. No. You know, it's not. It's not really. It, it's it's kind of like an extended ceasefire. I would say at the moment. But you don't want to go back to what it was. I remember. I mean, I remember. I had, I had injured myself and I was at the police convalescent home and and. Um, Perth for a week, getting physiotherapy and all that kind of stuff. Mm. And there was a stack of guys there from Ireland who'd lost limbs and been paralysed and stuff like that because they'd been blown up, basically. And know. and once again, it's just not something that... I, I, I know this sounds almost silly and childish, and it's so simple, but when somebody you elect to represent you tells you to go and die for them, you tell them no. Yeah, and that, I know, and, and we, we discussed this the other night, didn't we? Because we did. This is, the problem is they rely on the youth. And and the thing is, yeah. today's youth, today's youth in the West won't I'm respond to that to anymore. No. Sorry? They're more likely to say no. Well, that's what I'm saying, they won't respond to that yeah. anymore. So what's going to happen is we're going to end up that we can't defend ourselves against anyone. Because we, well, look at the state of our army as it is. I mean, as they say, you put our army in any football stadium and you're going to have 30,000 well, unsold seats. I, 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 yeah, I, I don't know, actually. Okay, I, I'm going to push back on you a little bit What do you mean you don't know? I'm going to push back on you a little bit here. Go right? on, because push all you like. Today are, the youth of today, a, oh. a, a, a portion of them, at least, a large portion of them, I would say, are emotionally unstable and will burn down a Starbucks if they're told no. no. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. They won't really. They won't go and fight for you. They won't go and fight for us, no, but if they think someone's uh, been misgendered the on same, Twitter, they might. By the same token. <laughs> what, what were we actually fighting for? You know, when you look back at most of the... I mean, even if you... The whole Second World War thing is a is a complete and utter rabbit hole in itself, right? And we're not going to go right. into it because it is a rabbit hole, um, and and it could take you down so many different routes and so many confusing pathways that you'd never work out. You, it's like um, it's like it's like Carol says. You never work out who actually won, right? Well, yeah, because because once again, you know, I, I I will make the statement I made the other day. I'll 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 just leave you with a. A little bit of a thought experiment, and you can come to your own conclusion. I'm not going to give you a conclusion, but I, I believe Hitler's goal was all of Europe under one flag with Germany at the head. And, and then in 19, in the early 90s, there was something called the European Union formed out of nowhere without consent or with, without voting or anything like that. Just, just sort of formed this unelected commission that tells everybody to what to do in Europe and has all of Europe under one flag with Germany at the head. Um, you decide what that means because I, I can't tell you. Yeah. I'm, I'm just, well, I'm yeah, just telling I mean, you what's right, happened. But Right, so let's look at every conflict after the Second World War. Mm-hmm. Okay. What, what, what have we been fighting for? I mean, we, we refused to go to Vietnam and that's the most sensible decision the UK ever made. We're not going to Vietnam, right? I agree. Because Viet Vietnam was to prop up to prop up the democracies against 
communism because of the domino theory, right? And that if one country fell, they would all fall. And they're using this again now with Russia and Ukraine because if Ukraine falls, the rest of them are all fall. No, they won't, right? No, they won't. But apart from that, so that was. I still that, don't quite understand how Russia are fighting for my democracy. Oh, sorry, Ukraine. Russia, I don't know how. I don't understand how this still has anything to do with it's that. It's just a byline. It's like um, you know, it's like stay home. <laughs> it just doesn't make any sense. How are they fighting for what, us? What was the three word? The three word three. Oh, the three slogans. Stay home. Protect the NHS. Save lives. That's a, it's, it's just like that. It's just a. It's just another mantra. It's a mantra. You know. They're fighting for your democracy. Group. If they fail, you'll lose your democracy. No, we won't. No, we won't. Because they're not fighting for us. They're fighting for themselves. And even then, they're not really fighting for themselves because the, the, the part that they're trying to defend was the part they were hitting beforehand. It's like, it's like, um, it's like say, you, um, say I'm walking down the street and you come up and punch me because I've been abusing my wife. Mm -hmm. And then I turn around and give you a sound thrash, or try and give you a sound thrashing, and she jumps in and... your side, in this occasion. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say. I think I'm losing it. <laughs> so right, couple, 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 couple bits of housekeeping, first of all. Hmm. Um, before We were around roughly the halfway point, so I'm going to give them a bit of housekeeping. First of all, if you've not already clicked that share button, it's time for you to do that. Click the share button. Send people out. Uh, evangelize. Down there. Little button says share. Give it a click. Put us out onto all of your social media. Tell people to come along. Let's grow this community. Let's have a laugh. Second of all, we do prioritize super chats in the chat. So if you are inclined to send one over, we do prioritize those. If you'd like to become a citizen of Veradora, our totally, totally legitimate fictional country, then, uh, John, do you want to play them the advert? No, we'll or not play the advert, the but what I will do is I'll play the role of citizens after this, um, so that everyone okay. can see it rather than at the start or the end, so we can put it in the middle, yeah. Um, but what you and, can uh, do is you can join Veridora at ko-fi.com forward slash chasing descent. That's the best way. That's the best way of joining Veridora. Uh, do you know what? It's there in the chat. It's there in the chat right we now. We just need and cash. Uh, I know a lot of people finally, want to send blankets or water. Just send your cash. Finally, before we move on the show, uh, I've just had a message. The week after next, uh, I will be doing a one-on-one -on -one with a young lady called Charlotte, who labels herself the Baroness of Burnley, cool. and has a very large Twitter following. Cool. She will be live with me on Chasing Descent the week after next. Cool. So uh, I'll, I'll finalise the actual date, but it's the week after next. Okay, that'll probably be a Tuesday. Yeah, and I've got also got Abby Roberts coming. Uh, at some point as well. Cool. Just got to lock in a date. Anyway, uh, anyway, pause. let's go. Pause. Let's keep. I got something to prove I gotta take what I hate And finally make a move I think of you and All the shit you don't do Well I'ma make hella sure That I don't become you I have no regrets Outside of my chest I'll never forget What it's like to be a dead babe Stabbed in the back that I'll show you what happens Pass me the mic And I'll show you with action I feel this pain You already know 
this life into something that you can never run. I feel this pain, you already know. Turn that to gains, let my money show. I've got these things that I can't let go. Watch me turn this life into something that you can never run. And there we go. So, thank you, citizens of Veridora. You need Veridora passports, stuff with it, bags and music. They are coming. Yeah. Stop. I was, I was, I was, I was providing the music there. No, you didn't know it. Don't. Kill the illusion. Okay, right. Shall we? Shall we move on? Shall we? We just killed the illusion, John. Just killed yeah, it. Yeah, killed the illusion. Let's move on. Trump v. Biden. What's going on there? Well, uh, well. You want to talk about like, this, don't you? Well, okay. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna try and go through this as best as I can. So, it looks like Donald Trump is going to be indicted and charged over the January. Did you bring your insurrection. Tiny bit. Thanks. Over the January sixth yeah. insurrection. And I say that in inverted commas. Mm -hmm. um, he believes, Donald Trump believes he's about to be charged. I believe he's been sent a letter by the Department of Justice basically saying he's going to be charged. He's definitely being indicted. Now, mm -hmm. why are they doing this, do you ask? Um, I want to I direct you to a little thing called the 14th Amendment of the United States Constitution. Mm -hmm. yep. Now, I think this is extremely important as to why this is happening. Because if they were able to convict Donald Trump on this, the 14th Amendment is immediately invoked. Mm -hmm. And what is the 14th Amendment, you might ask? Does it stop? Well, that says that anyone, anyone who has engaged in a treasonous type or insurrectionist type act is never able to run for or hold political office. Mm-hmm. And who's winning in the polls right now, John? Donald. This is election interference at its finest, as far as I'm concerned. I'm no Donald Trump fan. You all no. know that. It, the words banana republic just spring to mind every time you look at American politics these days. Oh, my God. Did, oh, my God. I mean, how, 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 how can you not see it? That's the thing. How can people not see it? How can they not see what's happening here? I, I can fully, fully, fully see what will if if Merrick Garland's uh, Department of Justice, Joe Biden's Department of Justice, is able to pull this off. You watch the Fourteenth Amendment come into play. You heard it here first, because yeah. I know many of the people well, listening to this will have no idea what I'm talking about. No, I've heard that you heard but... it here first. <laughs> okay, <laughs> but yes, no, you're right. You are right. Now, my my view still is that Biden will not be running for president. I think he's going to pull out. It doesn't matter. No, I know, I know. And and if they get this, he definitely won't be running for president. But I think um, Biden's not going to be their candidate. He's going to going to remain on the sheet till the so last. So he doesn't possible. mind up himself. Yes, yeah, he's going to remain on the sheet till the last possible um, minute. But I don't think he's a candidate. No, I don't know who the candidate is because it's not RFK. And it's not Camel Toe. No. <laughs> no. 
<laughs> she's a liability. She's worse than, in the mental state. She's actually worse than Joe. There's something wrong with that woman. You couldn't have sex with her because it would be rape. Because she's a mental defective. I've got a question. <laughs> Go on. So Andrew makes a point here. It says, saw reports a judge stated they might not get Trump to court until after the election. Oh, too late then. Is it? Well, 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 I have a question. Mm -hmm. And this is a theoretical that I would like somebody to, to look up. For you. Right. If he were to be elected president and then they tried pulling him in on these charges, could he simply just pardon himself? I don't know if a president can pardon themselves. I don't know. I still, you know the thing that really, really pisses me off is he didn't pardon Assange and Snowden. Snowden. Yeah. I agree. That's the things that pisses me off. I'll tell you why he didn't pardon Assange and Snowden, because he's not your saviour. No, he's not. And, he, and people think he is, and he's not. He's a businessman. You know, he's a businessman that made good, you know, and he's not he's not what you think he is. No, people think he's some sort of all-conquering hero, and he's not. He's not going to help you out, you know. I'm not. I'm not saying this to upset anybody, and I'm not saying yeah. this because I hate the man. Because you know, at the end of the day, I'm indifferent to Donald Trump. <laughs> I've, always, I, I've, I've always like enjoyed watching Donald Trump or seeing the the stromashy causes and and politics, both locally and internationally. You know, like when he comes over and tries to build a golf course here and. I mean, it just turns into a complete and utter shit fest. But that's what Donald Trump does, you know, He's and he's always done it. And then he did the apprentice thing. Donald Trump's apprentice thing was way, way funnier than Alan Sugar. I mean, I, I, I see a question in the chat from somebody, a name I've never seen before, right? From Randy it. P. It says, if conservatives aren't far right, then why are they silent on the far right Nazis and why they don't oppose these Nazis? Well, I, I can't understand. answer that because I'm not a conservative. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm a lefty. <laughs> I, I can't answer well, that because I'm not no, a conservative. You, you've gone off on a tangent here because I'm not quite sure what they're talking about. Because um, who, who's talking about Nazis and what, opposing what? You know, Are we talking about Democrats? Yeah. I, I, I honestly don't know. I don't know. I, I mean, we I, need you to elaborate. Yeah, you need, to, need, you you need to, to spell it out for us because we are th we are shallows, thick and slow. Anyway, speak for yourself. <laughs> well, you know I'm not. Zandi says I'm. I'm just asking. Well, well feel free no. to elaborate. And, yeah, and, and but tell us you need you to mean. tell us more. You need to tell us more because I'm not quite sure what your point is. Yeah, uh, um, make... Once again, I'm a lefty, so I can't speak to you from the point of view of a conservative. I don't know what I am. Well, I've, I've, um, fascism is not a right-leaning organization. Fascism is a left-leaning organization, in my view. I certainly see why you would say that. Okay. <laughs> I know. I know. People are going to say, "Are you mad?" But well, no, no. I'm thinking he's slightly right of center. I'm left of center, and he's going, "Oh, if I can pin it on his side." No, yeah, I'm, I'm not. I'm just saying I, I, I pin it on them. You, you, I think you kind of agree with me. Fascism is more of a left thing these days than a than a right thing. Well, I certainly think that the um, <sighs> fascism's one step away from communism. Well, no, fascism is extremely um, 
extremely extremely complicated to nail down and the reason is is because it involves a massive conglomeration between big business and big government right you need those two you need those two elements and what happens in communism to, well government just takes everything no, government just takes big business away right so that's what so, communism is. right okay you think that's what communism is it's meant to be right okay so <laughs> is there a communist country in the world right now by what metric? By your metric, as there a communist no. country in the world right now? I mean, the nearest is going to be North Korea. The uh, uh, nearest is even North Korea or Venezuela. Right. It, um, it's not Venezuela. Chinese Communist Korea. Party aren't communists. No. No, they're not. No, they're not. Um, they're they're some kind of... China's, no, they're some, they're they're some kind of weird... There's some kind of weird conglomeration between no, fascism not. and communism. China's a fascist country. They have a ruling elite that dictate to the corporations. Oh yeah, don't, you have you have, you have to you you have you have to hold the you have to hold the ruling elite's hand, and you might have to give them five minutes out the back as well in yeah. order to do business yeah. in China. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's how I see China. I may be wrong. I mean, you you might want to shoot me down, but <laughs> that's how I see China. You could, we, we, you know what, you know what, I I see them as. There's, there's, they've taken, they've cherry-picked bits of fascism and bits of communism, the bits that best suit them, and then they've called themselves the Chinese Communist Party, and it's a complete, you know, mm -hmm. and I'm not a communist. It's a misnomer. Right? I, I am, it, it is a misnomer. Uh, Zandi says, conservatives always criticise and attack left-wing counterparts, then why right-wing conservative doesn't question these Nazis? GB News, Talk TV, and right-wing British tabloids are the example. So why don't they criticize anybody further right than them i think is what she's getting at and, and do you know what good question because i i i shoot down the far left oh, all the time as a lefty and I, I shoot down the far right i can't question I, I can't speak for why they don't do that well yes i can no. <laughs> yes i can because they're they're basically msm yeah they're basically mainstream media so they that's why they don't do it media. because they're ruled by ofcom and if they step out of line they get hammered yeah, and unfortunately, the, the the problem we we have is we can't we we can say what we want to an extent, you know, but you can't really say what you really want sometimes. See, but yeah, no, yeah, uh, you're you know right. What? And this is a Zandy, Zandy, stick with us because we will call out everybody. Yeah, we will yeah, call I mean, out the left. We will call out the right. We will call out the far left, the far right. We'll call them all out. I mean, you've we just heard us had you just heard our views on Donald Trump, right? Indifference. But we have, well, we don't have the same views on Tony Blair. <laughs> we just hate Tony Blair. <laughs> I, I mean, who doesn't? Come on, who doesn't? Oh, the people but used to love had, Tony Blair. But did you see, like, he had a really, really fat Jamie Oliver on yeah. the stage giving, like, nutritional advice today. Who, who ate Jamie Oliver? <laughs> and does some of these bodies. <laughs> Something's it's like, it's like, it's like, away my turkey twizzlers. <laughs> Jimmy Oliver's become a blamange. <laughs> what happened? It's like he did eat himself. <laughs> and then he, you know, he's got the gall to sit there. Do you remember that? Um, when he used to do the school dinners and then he went into oh, the American yeah. ones and he started crying in the American canteens because there can't be much nutritional value in what they're eating. What is there much nutritional value in, your, in what you're bloody eating, Jamie? Yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> Spencer says, to be fair, you should never trust the Finch. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, I, I, I don't know. But yeah, um, I think I think the problem the problem we have is we look at everything fairly equally, and that's that's not something that people like these days. Because I mean, I've been called a pedo. <laughs> I mean, let's face it; I don't actually use a left-right slant when I look at an issue. Yeah, but, I don't care. But about you've that. not been called a pedo. <laughs> Just because you ask a question. <laughs> I mean, this is the part I don't understand. You cannot question anything. People just say things, and and if they don't like it, they call you something stupid. You know, and it's like it, it, it's like the R word that comes out all the time. It's overused, doesn't it? You know, you your race. You know, yeah, Sandy. Um, the far left will use violence, uh, and and in fact, um, in Portland, in Portland, Oregon, uh, a far left Antifa activist walked up to a young man because he knew he was a conservative and just shot him dead in the street. Yeah, killed him. Yeah, I, th you know? I, I think I think if you have Who's a bias, if you have a bias here, you're maybe letting it slide one way or the other, right? Hmm. But you know what? Both sides are as bad as each other. In fact, yeah, two sides are the same coin. Yeah, in fact, they want the same things. At this point in time in the world, or in the Western world, there's probably more violence generated from the far left. Than the rest from the far right at the moment. At, at least I would say that documented for sure. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree with you. I, I mean, for example, I mean, you may, right, and I'm just let's go back to the eighties when they used to go like they used to go. You know, the the bully boys used to go out and go. Can't see it. I can't see it. Don't say it. They used to go something bashing, remember? Yes, and they shouldn't have. No, they shouldn't have. But that was yeah. that was extreme. I would say that was definitely far right behaviour, right? I agree. But you probably you get the same thing now, but on the other side. I mean, look at Mitzi. What's that? Is that far right? Oh, is he I, far I, right? I don't, I don't think Mizzy. Uh, no, but I what is he? Behaviour. I yeah, don't know when I. I don't he's playing on the far left narrative. Right paradigm. He's playing on the left narrative. That's right. I'm not going into mass shooters, right? No, I'm not going into it as well. Because we don't have are, mass shooters here, right? No, no. And we're in the United Kingdom, obviously. We don't know if you are, but actually, some far left people have done exactly that as well. I mean, yeah. look at the school just recently. The far left um, trans person who went in and mm -hmm. yeah. did a school. Um, yes, the the thing is, it is two sides of the same coin. It is it is violent, um, segregationist, yeah. bigoted they, rhetoric that you should reject wholesale here's on a, both sides. Here's a big straight bar, right? Mm -hmm. And this side is far right to you, okay? And this side is far left. And this is where they actually are. If we bend the bar up... Mm -hmm. And they come to this point where they're nearly touching. I mean, they want the same things. They just call them different things. Let's mm -hmm. take the racial segregation argument as yeah. an example, right? They, you know, the far right wrongfully would like racial segregation, you know, socially. They would, they, they want spaces for this race or spaces for that race. And they don't want race mixing because they're morons. The far left simply call it a racial safe space. It's the same thing. It's the same thing with a different name. Yeah, 
Yeah, and it's, it's like from segregation. I mean, it's like um, even things like YouTube, right? They have special promotions, don't mm-hmm. they, for creators of certain colours and certain of colours. certain genders and yeah. Why? Yeah. Why? I don't well, know. Why should you differentiate between creators? What makes? Why is a creator disadvantaged on YouTube by skin tone? I don't know. No, I don't think they are. I think it's a lot of LOS. What I think is this. I think that, like I said, the far right and the far left, and I don't want to speak any more on this, on this show, but they are two sides of the same coin. They are two cheeks of the same arse. And uh, at the end of the day, um, we, as a, we, we as an entity, as Chasing Descent, as, as a new trying-to-grow um, yeah. you know, platform... We will call them all out on their yes. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Every last one of them. Because we don't like either of them. We don't like any of them. Right, moving on. And neither should you. Moving on. uh, Farage. Farage and Kutzbank. What's going on there? Uh, Well, he's released all of his documents, hasn't he? I think it's the Telegraph. (laughs) He has, yeah. So... Uh, you want to call out some some BBC journalists who basically it's a few weeks ago now Farage got kicked out of his bank Nigel Farage uh, also another asshole but you know I I don't like Farage no, but I'm just going to tell the story how it is he he got kicked out of his bank and he immediately claimed it was because of political bias and and censorship and stuff like that and then Coots themselves made a statement to like Sopel of the BBC and people like that and said, no, no, it's nothing to do with his politics. It's simply that he can't, uh, he can't, he hasn't got enough finances to sustain an account with us as a private bank. Um, so Nigel Farage um, put in a subject access request to the, to, to Coots to find out all of the information they held about discussions that were had on his accounts and stuff like that he's received it no we see that all the time i see that all the time no what uh coots were lying yeah yeah coots were lying they 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 yeah i mean i think i actually think i said i i think i called i i think i might need to give farage a bit of an apology because i think i thought did I not say something like maybe he doesn't you, have you enough money? You believed Coots, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, well, I thought maybe they'd not get enough money and they've just applied their policies, which yeah. is fair enough. If that was the case, fair enough. But that's, that turns out not to be the case. He had plenty of money. And Coots yeah, just and decided he had enough money. He didn't sit with their moral, what? Their mission. Yeah, their mission. Right. Your mission as a bank is to make money, right? Yeah. So what does it matter where the money comes from unless you're the HSBC and you end up money laundering for cartels? And do you know what? They did a deep dive into every every transaction Nigel Farage had ever made, right? And there's and no Russians report, in there. Well, well, I'll tell you what, in the report, the word Russia is mentioned, I think it's like 164 times. And there's no Russian transactions in there. They've tried to find a single Russian, Russian transaction with an oligarch or a Russian company or the Russian government. Nothing. Not yeah. one. Now that's that bank account. Yeah. So we don't know about others, but that's that bank account. So he's he's not broken any of their actual rules. Um, he's not done. They've said that nothing he's done with their bank is illegal, um, yep. and this is all in their files. Yeah, I know. Um, and it doesn't fit with their mission statement, basically. No. But you know what? 
Bam. at the end of the day, they are a private company, and they should have just turned around to him and said, "Sorry, Nigel, uh, right, we don't okay. think we, you can bank with us." Our bank's a private company. But this one actually. No, no, it's not. not. What? What'd you say? This one, this one that's thirty-six percent owned by the British tax. Thirty-nine percent. Thirty-nine percent. Or thirty-nine percent. Right. So, but our banks, our should banks be treated as private companies, right? Do you know? I'm not so sure. Because the problem is they are very heavily regulated, right? Mm. Therefore, and they're providing an essential service. Yes. Right. Because you try getting paid without a bank these days. Yeah, but the only issue is, right, how do we solve this situation? Central bank? No, 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 no. No, you don't need you don't need digital currency. There's nothing wrong with what we've got as it stands. You just need them not to play favourites with citizens. No, I, I, I think you're right. I, I think they should not be able to do what I believe they've done here which is yeah. politically discriminate yeah exactly which is illegal I believe anyway I believe that is illegal yeah I discriminate think, against I think somebody based upon so, their politics so really they've they've overstepped their they've overstepped their remit I think I mean if you want to bake a cake for some if you if you want someone to bake a cake for you and the person says I'm not baking a cake for your homosexual wedding wait yeah that, that was a thing that happened in America and, oh, it happened in the UK. Was another UK that? Do you remember that? It was the USA. It and was it went, USA. Are you sure? But did it go to court and the, the, it, it found that they were entitled not to bake the cake? So what they what they found, and I remember this well, is that they found that they were entitled to not create a custom cake, but the couple could buy one of the cakes that was already there. <laughs> right. Okay. Right, so, so they're entitled not to create an artwork that so th went against their own. Right, so there you go, there you go. Okay. That would work for a bank because yeah. we can't give you a custom product, but you can take our off-the-shelf current account. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So if that's going to apply in that situation, where they are obviously a very private company, yeah, mm -hmm. then I think I don't think. I think banks is a very well. I don't think that they should be able to do it at all because, like, like, like you, you shouldn't uh, corrected me. They're thirty nine percent owned by the taxpayer. It, it, they are, it's not even are, just uh, that. It's the fact that it's the fact that a bank is an essential service in today's world, and I'd rather it wasn't right I because you, you used to be able. You used. To, I mean, I remember my first paycheck. It came in a brown envelope. You know, with the money st sticking out one corner and the rest sealed over, that's I how it came. I remember mine. What? Same way. Yeah. Mine was the same way. Yeah. So that was your first paycheck, right? And you came with it came like that, so you could count it without breaking the seal. So you, if if it was wrong, you could take it back and go, eh, "I've been underchanged, or you've given me too much." <laughs> <laughs> Never tell them that, would you? No, you would. But no, yeah, of course you would. That's how you used to get your pay. You used to get your pay in your hand, cash in hand, right? Uh, uh, you know, Andrew Lomax makes a point here in the chat as well. So private that they blabbed to the beeb and breached GDPR mm -hmm. in doing so. Breach GDPR in doing so because you know the GDPR laws, right? If if yeah, somebody tells you that they can't give you some kind of company information, used to work for GDPR, they're lying to you. <laughs> So my last job, I worked for a bank. 
<laughs> so the reason GDPR exists is to solely protect the customer. Mm-hmm. It does not in any way, shape, or form protect the company. Okay? It's to protect the customer, the customer's privacy, and the customer's data. So if they try to tell you that they can't give you any information, you know, from within and about the company because of GDPR, they're lying to you. Yeah. There you go. That's a fact. Why we're reminiscing... I were reminiscing about things. See when you go to right. France, okay? Yeah. And you start living and trying to work there. And you find out that every Frenchman has two books. Yes, they do. They have one for the government and one for themselves. And every time you Some... pay in cash, it goes in a different book. <laughs> and do you know what? I think that's... Very laudable. <laughs> I personally know self-employed people in this country who do exactly the same. Yeah, quite right, quite rightly so. I mean, it used right. to be that you could say discount for cash, and they would go, "Well, I'll take twenty percent off left. because I'm not paying VAT on it." <laughs> Speaking of the far left, Antifa is trending. <laughs> oh God, Anti- Antifa is trending. Um, yeah. Why are they trending? Oh my God! That, right. these people are absolutely at the degenerates. Oh, yeah, they are degenerates. Forget the Antifa. I mean, the thing is, Antifa are actual fascists. Yeah, I mean, you, they are fascists. There's no, there's no anti about it. They are fascists. Yeah, I mean, yeah. they just are the <laughs> antithesis of what they purport to be. Right. Exactly, and, and they use fascistic tactics in order, and, mm-hmm. and, and, and I would say terrorism as well. Yeah. I would say they use yeah. terror tactics yeah. in many occasions. Now, you know, if if, so, if if a group of people on the right did the same thing, I would call that out just as easy. Well, yeah. But these people are doing this, and they're doing this often. Right. Anyway, um, let's, let's stop, go on. Let's go stuff. on with the show. Yellow Badge Club. Oh, God. What oh, do you God. think about the Yellow Badge Club? Well, me and Nick kind of Defer? spoke about this last night, no. right? And put it this way, we won't be doing it. Oh, so you, you agree? Yeah. I, I think it's um, just virtual signal and shit. That's what I think. No? I agree. Yeah. Do you know okay. what? No, I completely agree, and I, I think people who are far more intelligent than that are doing it. Um, maybe they're doing it because they want the likes and the retweets and the shares and the follows. I don't know. But um, I'm not going to put a, a yellow badge on my profile that says I will not comply and make a little video saying I will not comply because people know what I, my actions, I think, over the last three years have spoken very loudly, and people know what I do and I don't do and will do, and I don't need to scream it from the rooftops. Yeah. Um. And, and and like Andrew says in the chat, 100%, John, it changes nothing, and it will change nothing. And like you said earlier on on Twitter, unfortunately, what we've seen with the vast majority of the general public, especially over the last three years, yeah. is that 99% of them will do it. They yeah, they'll comply. talk the talk, and then they'll do it. No, no. So, once again, Zandy, I, I'm, I, I apologize, but your question in the chat, I can't answer it because I'm not one of those people. Right, okay, um, enough attention to the chat, let's move on. Uh, birth right. strikers. <laughs> Have you seen that? Birth strikers. What? What the uh, hell are birth strikers? Birth strikers are women. Or are mm-hmm. they? <laughs> right? Who have decided they're not going to have children 
until climate change is fixed. So they're going to die lonely. <laughs> and and they're not going to help um, when their birth rate is below two. That's the problem, isn't it? Well, they, well do, do you know what? These people should just be roundly ignored. Yeah. They should be roundly ignored. Uh, Minuteman42 says he agrees with the sentiment. And do you know what? If you're going out and sitting in the road and epoxy resonating your hands to roads and stuff... Whoa, maybe whoa, 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 hold on. Let's just... What sentiment... What sentiment? I think, is it's he the, I think it's the birth striking sentiment. Is he talking about that or is he talking about Spencer's sentiment? He's never found it necessary to belong to someone else's club. I, well, well, I, I, I don't know, but l listen, John. Listen. Ben. Going back to what I said, these people, okay, they're uh -huh. quite silly. They're not very intelligent. Um, they just they just see something on social media and then they go ham all in and go and glue themselves to ropes, right? Yeah. Because of okay. stuff that they've seen without evidence on social media, and that's all I'll say on the subject. But if people are doing that and that's their level of intelligence, maybe they shouldn't procreate. Dang. But they're not necessarily the bus strikers because some of the bus strikers are people that maybe couldn't have children to begin with. <laughs> Right, I'm not going to go down that road, and I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> okay. They, okay. You put it this way, they, they, they do the not have the location signal. to carry a child. It's just virtual signaling again, isn't it? Moving on! Syria. Let's talk about Syria, okay? I haven't, I haven't, I haven't, I haven't opined or thought about Syria for some time. Well, well we, we actually did, we brought Syria up not that long ago, um, because I, I brought it up... But here we go again, right, so Russian fighter jet flies dangerously close to US Special Forces surveillance plane, right? Yeah. Russian fighter jet flew very close to a US surveillance aircraft over Syria, forcing it to go through the turbulent wake and putting the lives of the four American crew members in danger, US officials said Monday. Right, okay. So okay. The, the, the Yanks are putting a lot of egg on this, okay, because this happens all the time time and you, uh, you know where you know where i live here on the south coast yeah right we get russian fighter jets in the vicinity all the time right right okay okay but apart from that uh, and so near right, our plane right, the yanks are putting egg on this because this happens all the time right these guys play games yes, with each other right of course they do now has the u.s got any military Units that are not special forces, because this is a U.S. surveillance plane. Why is it U.S. special forces? Do they have anything that's not a special force, or are they just special needs force? Right, but apart from that, okay, apart from I that, I don't know. So I don't the, know. the Russians are playing games with them, like they did with the drone <laughs> over the Black Sea. But the the question I've got to say is, so what, America? Because the Russians were invited to be there by the they, government, and as far as I'm aware, America's there illegally stealing their oil. I don't know. No, America Probably. is there illegally, <laughs> and it's stealing I mean, their oil. <laughs> That's way. the facts. Let, let's go back five or six years for a minute. Let's go back five or six years. And all you heard about was war in Syria. That's all you heard about. Yeah, yeah. War, war in Syria, and Bashar al-Assad uh, was apparently what a, a t he was a terrorist, a dictator, this that, and the other. I believe he's still in power. He's a dentist. I he's still in power. 
Yeah, he's but a, he's still in power. Yeah, he? he is. He's a dentist. Yeah. He took over but, from his brother or something that was assassinated, and but, but he didn't really want to take over, it, but he did it, and basically, you know, he's done a reasonable job at managing the country. Well, what I would say is it's but interesting to me. He's not coming to America. very interesting to me is that we were hearing about Syria on a daily basis, mm-hmm. okay? Then ISIS, Islamic State, whatever you want to call them, were absolutely obliterated, for the most part, in Syria. Mm-hmm. And then they just stopped talking about it because yeah. they moved in. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, so the Americans are there illegally, they have a land base there, they're stealing their oil, and they are dicing with the Russians. Now, if there's going to be a hot war anywhere, right, it's not going to be in Ukraine, it's going to be in Syria, between the US and and the Russians, because that's the place where they're directly in conflict. They're not directly in conflict in Ukraine, because there's a proxy in the way. But in Syria, they are in direct conflict. Well... Um, remember, the US have a, a large presence in Poland. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So putting themselves into Ukraine is just like that. That's not a problem. Yeah, yeah that's fair enough. But at this moment in time, if there's going to be a hot war anywhere between Russia and America, it's going to be in Syria. Because that's where they're coming okay. into conflict. If, uh, you, you know what? And, and I'll, I'll keep an eye on that. I will yeah. keep an eye on that because I definitely see your point. Um, and like Andrew says, Russia have a naval base in Syria as requested by yep. Bashar al-Assad. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but you don't hear, but like I'm saying, it's interesting how mainstream media especially, you know, change narratives from one day to the next. Because you don't hear how Assad is this horrible, mm-hmm. disgusting, genocidal dictator anymore. But you did. You oh, did you hear did. about yeah, that all of the time. Yeah. Now you don't. I know. It's right. strange, isn't it? I know, it is strange, it is strange, mate. Right, so uh, MI6... <laughs> The, the movie or no MI6 the sex the spook organization right okay sex tells Russians that are unhappy with the war to spy for the UK yeah 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 they did say that yeah so so what about Britons that are unhappy with the war are they to spy for the Russians I don't I, I, honestly I what the fuck <laughs> And the question is, why would you say such a thing in the public domain? Because for some reason, the UK wants to go to war with Russia and have no idea like the whole why. Of NATO does. Yeah, I have no idea why. You know, are we bent on self-destruction? Do we want to wipe out our civilization as it exists just now? No. Because I, that I, seems know, to be what's happening. You know what? I might be a cripple, but I quite like being alive. I quite enjoy it. I'm fond of my wife. I'm fond of my children. I don't want to see them come to harm during a hot war. Okay? Yeah. If I have to start getting the flowers out and dancing around a tree in my mobility scooter and singing anti-war songs, I'll do it. I'll bloody do it. Right, I'll what put flowers about, in the air. Right, I'll make crowns. On. I'll do it all. Let's move on. <laughs> What about um, Dale Vince? Do you remember Dale Vince? I know the name. Oh, there's a lot of money to be made with war, says Una. Of course there is. Yeah. Do you remember Dale Vince? He's the guy that that set up all the renewable energy companies and got the billions or millions of millions yep. of um, yep. 
So you know what he's doing now? And, and it was Latimer Aldo that tweeted this one. Come on, Tony, so started me. an electric airline. Ah, because that's going to work, isn't it? Imagine if and the batteries go. Right, this is the bit that concerns me because. And and Latimer's actually not usually that bad at his research. So, in fact, Latimer's very good at his research. So the question is, he's using regular motors for his regular electric motors for his airline. Okay, so nothing fancy, right? And and the range of this airplane is apparently three hundred miles. So I couldn't even get to Blackpool. Yeah, but the first flight, the first scheduled flight is 336 miles. What? <laughs> How much is going to have to glide some of it? You're going to have to glide some of it. <laughs> it beggars belief. <laughs> it, it's built it to fail. It's built it to fail. What, what happens if you're landing and you need to go around? You need a, you need a safety measure. I mean, no plane, no plane goes with it with just enough. <laughs> no plane leaves with just enough fuel to make it to the airport. They have, they have a margin, you know. In case they've got you to go into a holding pattern for two hours. I, I need, I need to, um, I need to to address Spencer here. No, oh, he says it would cool, be cool technology if they could recharge the batteries from static in the clouds, though. Regardless, Spencer. Okay, if you are twenty thousand, thirty thousand feet in the air. Those batteries, one spark, with the amount of batteries that's going to have to be in there, and everybody on board that aircraft becomes Ocean Gate 2. Yeah. It's as simple as that. There is no getting out of it. There's no gliding down. There's no trying to land in the Hudson River. Not going to happen. Have you seen the bus? Remember the bus, John? <laughs> yes. The bus that caught fire. <laughs> Whoa, there's more than one. Remember the whole stack of buses that got fire? Right, um... You know what? Zandy P. No, oh, hold on. Let me, let me address this. Let me address this. Right, Zandy P. There is a rabbit hole that does this, okay? And I'll point you exactly to it. Drop me a comment, and I'll send you a link to the rabbit hole that addresses this, and you can, you can listen to that, because Ed and I went through this. So, yes, so okay. all your, all your answers to your questions there have already been delivered. So, yep, drop drop me a comment and I'll send you a link. I'll do you one better. I'll get it for you now. No, no, put the comment in. Put the comment in. It's fine, guys. It's fine, Zandy. Drop the comment because comments are good. We want comments on the show. So oh, drop yeah, the put comment. a comment on the stream, not the live chat, the actual comment box. Put a yeah. comment in the comment box. Put a box comment and, and, then and then we'll drop John you the link. Respond. But yeah, we've done a, they've they've done a full episode on this on yeah. the channel, so you can feel yeah, free not the live stream on the show, right? Okay, yeah, right. Uh, where were we? Carla Foster has been released early. Do you remember Carla Foster? I am not happy about this. Yeah, yeah. It's um. So what's the what's the base? What's the thinking about releasing? Well, maybe we should fill in, and you're probably a better place than I am, Ben, to give the the um, the audience a. Uh, 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 overview of what happened i need to i need to can whilst i'm doing that could you quickly google for me because i need a quick fact check on what the legal limit is in this country 26 you weeks. know what i mean it's, it's 26 tw weeks it's 26 weeks mate yeah okay so 
Oh, we're not angry. Don't, don't be silly. We, no, we no, we're not angry. <laughs> See, that's face. This is my resting bitch face. This is, <laughs> it's Scottish. <laughs> it's Scottish. <laughs> don't worry about it. <laughs> but anyway, uh, Carla Foster, uh, during lockdown, uh, and we were going to talk about this last night, um, because I think me and Nick would have probably quite heavily disagreed on this, actually. Oh, would we? That would have been good. Um, that might have kept me awake. But Carla Foster <laughs> was pregnant. Um, she was 36 weeks pregnant, okay? Yep. During She called up an NHS service that provides medication to end a pregnancy. But this service... Yeah, day after pill, only to, basically. Yeah, this service is only to be utilised up to 10 weeks of pregnancy. Okay. And once again, the legal limit of pregnancy in this country is 26 weeks. So Carla Foster calls up this service and willfully lies to them mm -hmm. about how pregnant she is. Yeah. She says she's under 10 weeks when she knows she's yeah. probably... She's 36 weeks, right? Yeah. My son was born a week earlier than that. Yeah, okay. I mean, the, a normal pregnancy runs for 39 weeks. It's, it's actually 36 to 40 weeks is the average. Okay. 36 to 40 weeks. 39 weeks. <laughs> this, okay, this, carry on. This, carry on. This child was viable. As yeah. in, if it were born, it more likely than wouldn't would have survived outside of the womb. Now, Carla Foster had to deliver this child. Either way. Yeah, it, it's right? going to be substantial. So Carla Foster lied to the NHS to obtain this medication to end this pregnancy at 36 weeks. And by that, it means end the life of the child. Now, once again, yeah. here in the United Kingdom, the legal limit is 26 weeks. And do you know what? I think that's kind of fair. Um, I, th I, think that's, I, I think that's the right kind of balance. Now, I am neither pro-life or pro-choice, my... My stance is extremely nuanced and really only affects myself and my wife and our family. But I think when you get to that point when she had to deliver anyway and the baby would have survived, I think you've, the charges had to be bought. Yeah, okay. Because it's no different. It's no different. So there's going to be a... You have to take cognizance of the person's mental state. Yeah. And yes, I know by the fact that she did particular searches and things. And why she was doing? She didn't know what she was doing, but that doesn't. She Google search. That, Can you go to prison for ending a pregnancy yeah. at thirty odd weeks? So that still doesn't say that her mental state was stable, does it? Yeah, but let me ask you this question. I'm just. I'm just. Going the, no, uh, the center line no, no, here. Yeah. Okay, yeah, and, and the question I'm going to ask you reflects mm -hmm. to that line. So if that were a two-day-old baby in a car, and she ended that baby's life... Yeah, if she's trying to... Yeah, but would the mental state be a factor in whether or not she should be sentenced? Well, it would be a factor in the amount of sentence and where she should serve it, yeah. Of course it would. Because she because, may end up serving that sentence in a mental institution rather than in a... Prison. I uh, see. Uh, I I struggle deeply with this. I really do, because all it does 
is set a precedent that says that you can do this and essentially get away with it. Because, yeah, she served a little bit of time and it weren't a lot. But they released her early. Very early, in fact. Yeah, yeah they did. Uh, I, and I would think- rather have seen her been released into medical care than been released into the community. Una Smith says anything past 12 weeks is getting into dark territory. She knew what she was doing. But th- we have a legal limit. Yeah, there 20, is a legal 26 limit. weeks is the limit. She wasn't, you know, a few days past that. She was 10 weeks over it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And she was Google searching whether it was illegal. And she knew it was. And she called up the service and she lied. And then she delivered a baby that was no longer alive when she could have just asked for an induction because that's what you can do at that point you could say my mental state's not right I, I need to I need to deliver this baby now right you, you go, it the, take a the while problem it's is, convincing but they would yeah, induce it but the problem is is it not the case and I mean I, I can't speak from experience because uh, I'm a complete and utter bastard right but yeah <laughs> Is it is it not the case that people who are suffering from mental health problems don't ask for help? Is that not yeah, the case? A lot of the time. Yeah, and that's the problem. Because if they're suffering from mental health and they don't ask for help, they think they've got to deal with everything themselves. And they but never ask for, ask for help, and then they make wrong decisions. So the question say, is... She asked for the wrong help, but she asked for help. Yeah, yeah, but you've still got to... You've still got to take that into account when you're doing the sentence and, and when you're thinking about how they should be serving it, you know? And, well, hey, I know people are going to say you're wrong, but, yeah, I know. I'm not I'm not condoning this at all, but I'm trying to look at it from both sides because what kind of mental state was this woman in? That's the problem. Was she a cold-calculating killer, Right. That's the question. Was she a cold she had calcula- other children? Yeah. Was she a cold calculating killer, right? And she just decided she'd had enough kids and that was that. Or was she in an altered state because of hormones or whatever and and and, and I'm not giving outs here, but was she in an altered mental state and she needed help? That's the problem. And the thing is, sitting here Right, sitting here, yeah. we can't determine that. We no, just we can't. can't. You're, you, but what we can determine is is or what we can deduce is the facts. And the facts of the matter is, uh, she she knew what she was doing. Mm-hmm. She will. Oh yeah, well, obviously she did. Yeah, she, she'd had Google searches. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. And and at, 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 at the end of the day, I worry. Right, and maybe my worry is misplaced, but. She, seems to me like she's just been released to have her kids back and go back to a, a normal life with her kids. I mean, yeah, I'd, that's what I was saying. She ended the life of one of her kids. Well, that, that was my point, and one of my points was I think I'd rather have seen her released into some kind of mental care initially anyway to, to evaluate to evaluate her status and see if she was ready to do that. I hope she's in a halfway house of some kind. I really yeah, do. I, I don't. I, I don't know the situation, but you know the whole thing. The whole thing's quite tragic, right? It is. It and, is tragic. You know, as parents ourselves. Yeah. As parents ourselves, you know, maybe maybe we we look at it 
differently to some people who aren't parents, for example. They're going to look at it completely differently. I mean, we would never do a thing to harm our children. We just wouldn't. Um, and to look at somebody else who had that, and I'm going to say the word miracle. She had that miracle, because that's what these kids are, right? She had that miracle, and, and she just yeah, I ended know. it. I know. Um, I don't know. It's a difficult... It's a difficult one. It is a difficult one. Um, it upsets me. Yeah. It upsets me deeply. Okay. Well, let's move on. Let's move on. Right. So, um, yeah. And, and this isn't any less tragic. Right. Right. But it disturbs me to a degree, right? Because I Pretty think tell. it's indicative of the society within which we live now, right? And that it wasn't his fault. Okay. Okay. So 23-year-old airman, RAF airman, gets drunk crawls into mm -hmm. bin, remember? Bin gets mm -hmm. emptied into lorry. Assumed he's been killed in the lorry. Body is never found, right? Yeah. Never found the body, okay? So the coroner has ruled death by misadventure or whatever it is, or accidental death or whatever. Um, <clears throat> so the mother has now come out and said that it's the bin's fault, basically. Yeah. Because there aren't enough safety mechanisms on bins to stop people crawling into them, and I'm sorry, I, I, I'm not meaning to mock you, right? What? But I'm sorry. It's a bin. If you choose to crawl into it and go to sleep, then what the hell are you on, right? I mean, you're 23 years well, probably old. Probably a copious amount of alcohol. Yeah, but you're 23 years old. You're working for the defence industry or defence system of this country. So you're meant to be protecting yeah. us. You're not a stupid, stupid child. You're 23 no. years old, right? Yep. And you crawl into a bin and get crushed to death by the bin lorry that picks it up in the morning. Whose fault was that? It wasn't the person that didn't lock the bin, or the bin didn't have a lock, or the lock it was, was the person broken. Who it was the person who made the extremely foolish and, I guess, alcohol-induced decision to crawl into a bin. Yeah, yeah. So this is, but is this not indicative of the, the society we live in, where it's always someone else's fault? It's well, well, it's not, nobody it's takes like responsibility for their own actions, do they? I will say, I will say this. Uh, I don't know where Zandy P is, but I, I assume she's not in the UK. Okay, um, but this, this, what I'm about to say is not indicative of many other cultures other than Britain. We seem to have a very, very big binge drinking. Oh, problem. of course we do. Yeah, yeah. And it's 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 almost an inherently British thing. Let me go well. and get another bottle of wine, actually. <laughs> We're near the end of the show, John. I'm wait. kidding. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, we we have this we have this culture in this country, where when if you go out for a drink, you can't just have one, right? You can't have one. No. You can't have a social drink. You are going to get yourself blotto plastered and show your ass in the street. <laughs> Andrew, I, I tell you what, Andrew. Once I've written the book. <laughs> 
<laughs> you want never to, write in the book. You want to read the, Well, I think I might. I th- I'm going to do it over the winter again, right? But <laughs> but, uh, but you want to read the chapter about? Do you want to read the chapter when we go shooting with the local territorial army? The shooting competition with the territorial army. You'll enjoy that. That's that's all he's going to say. That's, that's all, all I'm saying. Because you'll need to read the book. Right. <laughs> Do we have we? I can't believe how quickly and easily this show has flowed. We're at an hour and forty minutes. Right. So it's I've going got well. one item. What else have we got? I've got one. I'm enjoying item, this. One item left, mate. One item. Go for it. Give it to me, baby. So so what I'm going to read is a campsite. Now, I want you to guess the country that this is. Okay. Right, go for it. Right, but this is a campsite, and these are the rules. We are glad you are here. Below are a few rules to help you and others enjoy the wonderful environment. It's looking good so far. Yeah, sounding good. Good, looking good. Number one. Yep, sound good. One dot. If there is a problem with your campsite, you must tell us about it immediately. Please do not wait until you get home and let us know via review on the third-party site. By then, it is too late for us to help you with your situation. If you tell us right away, we can address it. If if you wait until you get home and we find out via third-party about the issue, you will not be welcomed back. (laughs) That's a bit... That's a a kind of hard part. That's that's American. (laughs) Sorry? I said, that's American. Right, okay, number two. Two. Drinking and smoking is allowed in your campsite as long as everyone in your group, including children, is over the age of 18. If you have anyone, capitals, underage in your campsite, even a tot, there is to be no drinking or smoking. Yes, even if the minor is not doing the drinking or smoking. If this rule is broken, you will be sent off and you will not be welcomed back. That was two. <laughs> Three. See that little dial, the numbers in your car dashboard? That is a wonderful little device called a speedometer, and it tells you how fast you're going. Please be mindful to make sure the little arm does not go past 10 kilometers per hour at any time in the loop, or 15 kilometers per hour on the camp road. What? It's not the UK, it's not the States. Exactly. Any violation will result in a fifty dollar fine for the first offence. For further offences, you'll be asked to leave and will not be welcome Canada. back. It's oh, got, Canada! It's got to be Canada. It's got to be Canada. You've nailed it. Oh, Canada! Four campfires are permitted from seven p.m. until ten p.m. At which time they must be doused completely with no embers. They may not be taller than 45 centimetres. This means 45 centimetres, not 46. What the fuck? Firewood. Firewood must be purchased from the host stand at $10 a bundle. No other firewood is permitted. Brackets. It has critters in it. Close brackets. If you violate this policy, you will lose your campfire rights for the remainder of your stay. I don't want to stay here. Fucking hell. I, I don't want to stay here. Well, there's only, there's only three left. Five. What do you mean there's fucking three left? Oh, there's only seven, right? There's only seven stipulations. I mean, it's quite reasonable, isn't it? Uh, five. <laughs> there is no noise of any kind permitted after 10 p.m. This means radios, talking, generators, etc. Quiet whispering is allowed and a encouraged you pay 
paying these people to be there. <laughs> Radios with earbuds are permitted. With the permission of the camp host after this time. If you violate this policy, you will be sent off at first light and will not be welcomed back. First light. <laughs> and if that's Canada, first light's going to be kind of on a par with Scotland, so you're going to be up at like Andy, half three in the morning. Before you, do the last, before you do the last two, Andy P, I will personally address your question after we've done this. Right, six. There is to be no charging devices of any kind on the premises. This includes using your charger bank to charge. If you violate this policy, your device and your charger will be confiscated until you leave. How would they know? How You're would they know? paying them to be there! I know. Seven. Seven. <laughs> and there's a typo here, but I'm going to speak it as it's written. Checkout time is 11 a.m. Sharked. <laughs> Not 11.01, 11am. If you are past this time, there is a $5 per minute charge. Per minute? Per minute. Again, we welcome you and look forward to your stay. If you have any questions, please feel free to come to the front office at any time between 8am and 6pm and we will help you out. After hours, emergencies only, you can reach us at 0780. <laughs> <laughs> that's a campsite and a half, isn't that's, it? That's somewhere I'm never staying. Oh, wow, that was incredible. I just had, that was incredible. I just had to think, that, that's, imagine. See, if you turned up and that was the rules, would you not go, fuck you? I, <laughs> I, I think, I, I, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to expand on what Spencer's just said here, right? You turn up. <laughs> There's going to be a guy in a in a very <laughs> papers, please. In a very nice suit. Give me your papers, please, sir. Your papers, please. Indeed. Papers. <laughs> right, Zandy P is asked the question, and I, I, I do want to address it. Right, <laughs> she says, Brexit. "Did Brexit profit over in England?" In honest, you, uh, honest, you answer, guys. She means economically. And that doesn't the mean that. Well, the answer is pretty much he's made no difference, yeah, no really. Difference. I'll tell you what has economically ruined England is the, uh, it's the lockdowns. Yeah, shutting, um, shutting your econ economy three down for years three years. Three years of closing the economy yeah. has, has absolutely... That's what the cost of living crisis is. It's, so um, this is... You've never watched a show before. I'm actually qualified in all of this. They did something called quantitative easing in this country, and that is when they closed the economy, they created the furlough system. And in order to do that, they had to uh, create money from nowhere. So they, the Bank of England went and they put some zeros on their screen to, you know, inflate Ugh. the amount of cash that's within the economy. But let's say that, like, let's say, for example, this can of cherry coke is the economy. That's the value of the economy. And you can take little bits off of it and spend it. There's your pound, there's your pound, there's your pound, there's your pound. But... When you do this quantitative easing, this does not change size. This stays the same size. But everything gets a little bit smaller and worth a little bit less. And that's how we've created our current cost of living crisis. Now, Brexit, I, I think because of what's happened over the last three years, we will not know the real impact of Brexit on our economy for at least probably another five to ten years. And let's face it, the people in charge have got absolutely no clue what they're doing. That's the answer. I, I, I can't give you any more than that, because that is the answer. Um, so actually, it, Andrew came up with a good question. Is it 
Oz or New Zealand, then I don't think it would be Australia, right? No. But it could be New Zealand. Could be Jacinda at the gates. I still, I still think, I still think Canada though. I still think Canada, but it could be New Zealand. It could be. It could be. And on that note, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, if you've been watching this show, I apologise. Um, <laughs> thank you, one and all, for joining us this Wednesday night for episode I. What number is it? Two hundred and thirty-seven. Two hundred and thirty-seven. Um, and is- we will see you on Friday night. It's been great. For you. Cause I don't give a fuck what you say. Yeah, I'ma do shit my way. So you can go kick rocks. I'ma stack bricks up, build what I want to make. I got a lot of shit to say, so I'ma do this every day. I'll be writing things until I'm fucking buried in my grave. Six feet deep, wonder, but my body won't decay. Cause my messages are kind of so they put them on display. Oh yeah, I rap with a certainty. I have a sense of urgency, a message for eternity for everyone internally. I had some people burning me, but now they fucking learn to see. I ain't the one to fuck with, now they looking nervously. And I don't really care what you think of me respectfully. You can kick rocks if you think you're fucking better, see. I will outwork you, turn you to an enemy. Hurt you so bad that you're gonna need Recipe. I've been cooking up hits, I'ma leave a legacy You'll be looking small when you're standing right next to me I'm 5'10", bitch, but I'm 10 feet I don't give a fuck what you say Yeah, I'ma do shit my way So you can go kick rocks, I'ma stack bricks up Build what I want to make Cause I don't give a fuck what you say Yeah, I'ma do shit my way So you can go kick rocks, I'ma stack bricks up Build what I want to make Yeah, I'ma do it my way Coming out with a statement You really changed, man All your music and arrangement You don't know shit Shut your mouth You can say that I'm the same dude That got his come up From the basement A hundred stars A hundred weeks Didn't change it Experiments, development Intelligence and patience I'll do it all again Cause I never feel complacent Let's keep the good vibes Positivity's contagious I'm never looking back Cause I made a life that's passionate A college graduate Suppressing all his talents Yeah, we found a way to go And change Become an advocate For taking control of your life Go out and battle And you think you have a dream then act on it, get after it, get out your head and fucking capture it You got one life to master it Don't give up on your future, we all start losers We're all late bloomers, gotta Cause sell them through the sewer what you say, yeah I'ma do shit my way So you can go kick rocks, I'ma stack bricks up, build what I want to make Cause I don't give a fuck what you say, yeah I'ma do shit my way So you can go kick rocks, I'ma stack bricks up, build what I want to make Yeah I'ma do it my way